Well, welcome to another edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and come wind or rain or storm or mudslide or or maybe none of the above, if it didn't actually impact you, uh, it's Movie Monday here on the Bottom Line Show, and we will soldier on with a Movie Monday edition of the program. We've got a movie to talk about and to spotlight, and we're doing kind of a hybrid giveaway today because the movie in question, Dr. Meg Meeker is going to join me at the bottom of the hour. We're going to be talking about her outstanding film edition of the movie Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. Now, that movie came out last year. It was on Pure Flix. And it's going to be moving to a new channel. And to commemorate the release of this new channel where anybody starting today, you can watch it for free on your basic cable. Um, we've got five copies of the book that we're going to be giving away today here during the next 90 minutes. So you have an excellent chance of winning. And... I'd like you to call in now, <laughs> just get ahead, because our phones have been kind of funky, uh, especially since all the wind and the rain. 800-227-5278 is the number to call. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Uh, call in and uh, get in line for five copies of Dr. Meg Meeker's book, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. That's now being translated into multiple languages. It's become a movie. And Meg and I are going to talk about the movie at the bottom of the hour. When you call in, too, if you have a story with regard to what your situation was over the weekend, did you get pelted with rain? Was it wind? Um, I, I learned something new um, over the weekend with regard to the different categories of weather and things of that. Um, and we, we'll talk about that in just a moment. But also... You know, if, if nothing happened and you're good, um, you know, I'd love to hear that too. Let Crystal and Joel know when you call in at 800-227-5278 what your story is. Did you lose power? Was there any damage in your home? Uh, Stephanie Cover is going to join us in hour number two to talk about personal injury law and especially as it pertains to things that happen in your home as a act of God, act of nature, what happens if something breaks? One listener uh, who lives in Hollywood Hills mentioned that she and her husband, they've got, <clears throat> excuse me, one child and another one on the way. And the rains are coming down pretty heavy. And I don't know how high up in the Hollywood Hills. It seems like if you were higher up in the mountain elevations or if you were in coastal areas, you were at greater risk of experiencing some kind of damage than if you were in areas that don't typically get that type of, uh, you know, flow. We were talking last night with uh, my sister-in-law who lives in Temecula and she said, rain, you know, that's about it. And if this is the Armageddon or the apocalypse, then Maranatha come Lord Jesus. I mean, that was her attitude. And I thought, well, good for you, Tice. That's a, that's a good attitude to have. But if you, if you were impacted, if you weren't impacted, I know our listeners who are in, say, the Coachella Valley and the usual spots in the Coachella Valley wound up getting hit. The uh, wash areas of Whitewater, Palm Springs, desert. We're overflowing. Eisenhower Medical Center uh, had uh, water, uh, standing water all the way through for a season. Um, but then if you get further east, it wasn't so bad. If you're in San Diego, if you're downtown, it was kind of messy in some places, but it wasn't too bad in others. But then you get toward Alpine and Julian, and they're evacuating people like crazy. Forest Home, uh, Oakland, the mountain regions got hit hard. And then other people, I've had a couple of uh, listeners who live in Fullerton and said, hey, I know it's bad for doing okay here. So just curious to get your story. So call in at 800-227-5278.
let Crystal and or Joel know that you want to get in on the drawing for the five copies of Dr. Meg Meeker's book, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. And we have these, it's Movie Monday. The movie version of this is available now on GAC, the Great American Family uh, channel. And that's something where if you have that in your cable, you don't have to pay for it. So, I mean, you don't, you don't have to permission. You don't need a ticket or anything like that. You could just go to GAC. That's where Candace Cameron Bure is doing all of her stuff now. Kind of like a Hallmark channel, only it's all Christian stuff. Um, you can watch that starting today, actually starting tonight. And we've got a link, I believe, at thebottomlineshow.com that has all the different places where, depending on who is your visual provider, you can look at that stuff. But to commemorate that, uh, Meg's team gave us five copies of the book, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. And so that's what we're giving away today. In addition to telling you about something that's coming up next Thursday that I'm really excited about. I don't know about you, but we could use a cause for celebration. And our friends at the Family Research Council have a big old celebration going on a week from this Thursday. It'll be today's Monday the 21st on Thursday, August 31st. The Family Research Council, if you can believe it, was founded 40 years ago by Dr. James Dobson and some other people who are tied into that world as well. Tony Perkins now, of course, is the host of Washington Watch. He's the president of Family Research Council. He is coming to Southern California and he's bringing friends with him to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Friends of Family Research Council. They're having a banquet. They did this last year. And I pointed out last year, I'll point it out again this year too. We have been invited, bottom line show, Crystal's going to be there at the, with the K-Bright radio table with lots of bottom line show goodies. It'll be a lot of fun. But in addition to us being there and having that presence there, we're going to be giving away some tickets here. Now, it is a fundraising banquet. Anytime they have an anniversary Friends of the Ministry banquet, they go to a nice place. We dress nicely. You pay a pretty good price to get in, and then they ask you for a donation. So I just want to give you a heads up <laughs> right as we start here that we have a giveaway that's going to be happening this Wednesday, this 23rd. Now, August 23rd, Wednesday is Everyone Wednesday here on the Bottom Line Show. And we have a great author who's going to be joining us. It's going to have uh, four or five copies of her book to give away. It's going to be a great day for giveaways. But on that day, on Wednesday, Everyone Wednesday, we are going to be giving away tickets to this Family Research Council 40th anniversary celebration, okay? The the big news, I mentioned that uh, and Tony Perkins, of course, is going to be there, but some of the other guests will be involved. You may be familiar with Ken Blackwell, former mayor of Cincinnati, former uh, secretary of state for the state of Ohio. He's a fellow with the uh, FRC. Uh, Michelle Bachman, you remember her, congresswoman from Minnesota, served a couple of different terms. She's now the chairman of the board of Family Research Council. She's also chairman of the board of Dr. James Dobson, uh, the Dr. James Dobson Family Institute. So uh, we have a connection there. Uh, Lieutenant uh, General Jerry Boykin, who's retired. Uh, Jerry is a, uh, the executive vice president for Family Research Council. And here's the part that makes it all worthwhile for me. I'm not going to lie. The other speakers are great. They're fine men and women. Love hearing them speak. I know you will as well. But there's always a musical guest, you know, because you have to have someone leading the singing, right? Last year, it was Stephen Curtis Chapman. That was pretty cool. This year, dun, da, 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 it's Michael W. Smith. Okay. So on Wednesday, 
just make a note now. This is kind of a, since you're listening to the top of the program, the first segment, if you're in the Southern California area, this event's going to be taking place at the Balboa Bay Resort. It's Thursday, August 31st, 6.30 to 9 p.m. Dressed nicely. It's jacket and tie and, you know, cocktail attire for the ladies. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. But we've got tickets to give away. And you can hang out with Crystal and the Bottom Line Show gang. We have two pair of tickets. And then something we started doing last year, which I think is really cool. Every now and again, we'll get tickets to an event. And we give away like three or four pair of tickets. So you, you and a special someone can go. But then we know a lot of Bottom Line listeners, a lot of K-Bright, KCBC, KLDC, KLTT listeners. You know, you're, you're single, either, you know, circumstantially or you just like being single. And quite frankly, when you have a nice event like this, it's just like, I want to go by myself. <laughs> you know, that's the deal. Not me. I mean, obviously, Lisa and I would go together. But if I were single, it's kind of nice just to be able to go on your own. So on Wednesday, August 23rd, for this Family Research Council event, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to one lucky winner, another pair of tickets to another lucky winner, and the third winner is going to get one ticket, a single ticket, so you can just go and have a great time on it. All right? The event has all the information is up at thebottomlineshow.com and kbrightradio.com, but I encourage you to check it out. So we've got so many great things to give away today and so many reasons to celebrate and rejoice. We are going to take a break here, and as we continue, we're going to get into some of the specific certain parts of San Diego, uh, the earthquake in Ojai, um, what's going on in L.A. and Orange County, uh, and, and getting to some of your comments as well. If you're calling in right at 800-227-5278, get your name in the drawing for the uh, for the books that we're giving away today here on Movie Monday. The books are coinciding with the movie release of Meg Meeker's movie, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. And we have five copies of the book to give away at 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. On the other side of this break, we'll do a little uh, top to bottom uh, statewide roundup of what happened with regard to Hurricane Hillary that became Tropical Storm Hillary that now is kind of Arctic River rainfall. I'm not quite sure what to call it, but we'll give you the latest. That's all coming up next as the bottom line continues. You know, the good news that we're seeing in the body of Christ right now, especially in the culture, is the number of bottom line listeners who have made contributions to preborn to provide ultrasound treatment sound appointments for women who are facing pregnancies that they just didn't quite frankly expect to be facing. They want to know what their options are, and they know if they go to an abortion clinic, all the abortionist is going to do is say, oh, here are your options. You can have an abortion today or tomorrow, and you can have a surgical abortion or a chemical abortion. Planned Parenthood for every 375,000 abortions does less than 1,900 adoption referrals, but preborn is different. Preborn is where a woman gets to hear the baby's heartbeat and see the ultrasound pictures. It's where she gets pre pregnancy test for free. It's where she finds out what her three options are, either give birth to the child and raise the child, have a legal abortion in the People's Republic, that is an option, or release that child for adoption. Plus, she also hears the good news of the gospel. Your $28 donation helped to save more than 70,000 babies' lives last year and led to 10,000 more women coming to faith in Christ. Give a generous donation to Preborn today. 833-850-BABY, 833-850-BABY, or go online and click on the Preborn banner at kbrightradio.com. 
Uh, there we go. There's someone thinking here. Get a little weather report here on the day that we're talking about Storm Hillary and uh, Jaco Pastorius with those crazy harmonics. You know what we should really, uh, Joel, I'll put this out to you. If you can find the, uh, it's a Swedish band called Adin Adal. They were popular about 40 years ago. Uh, the two brothers whose last name was E-D-I-N and the other one's A-D-A-H-L. They had a fun little reggae-type song called For the Rain in Your Heart, and the guy sound, who was singing it sounds like Sting. I'll just... Anyway, um, Hillary has become a storm. Uh, lots of things. By the way, if you didn't hear this already, um, the major... This was one of those strange weekends. Typically, when it comes to Major League Baseball, they try to make sure that one team is home, and the, if there's two teams in a market, one is home and the other is on the road. So like if the Dodgers are playing home games, that means the Padres are playing home games because then a team could come out west and play three in San Francisco, three in L.A., three in San Diego, and then fly back or do it the other way around. In the American League, same thing, only it's Seattle, Oakland, and uh, Anaheim. This was one of those strange weekends this past weekend where Dodger Stadium and Angel Stadium were both scheduled to be occupied as well as Petco Park. And so all of the teams that play in those, all three of the teams, took their Sunday games, canceled the Sunday games, moved them to Saturday, and we got the, the legendary day-night doubleheader. Uh, that was good news when you saw the rain. If you've seen the pictures of Chavez Ravine, they're really kind of gripping when you see what looks like Dodger Stadium in the middle of it. It's kind of like at its own island, and then the parking lot completely flooded because of all the rain. It's It's really... It's, it's very dramatic. Um, the, not so bad in Anaheim, though a lot of the storm drains in uh, Orange County are pretty bad. But And then San Diego had a similar problem. Uh, if you were planning on going to the Angels game against the Cincinnati Reds later today, it's been postponed. Uh, the reason that the team gave officially is uh, due to the effects of yesterday's storm. The team will now play a uh, day-night doubleheader, where the day game starts at 1.07 p.m. on Wednesday, and the night game starts at 6.30 or 6 o'clock, whatever it is. Um, assuming, of course, that the day goes 17 innings or something like that. And in case you were wondering, Shohei Otani was scheduled to start sometime this week. They'd moved it back to Tuesday. Now there was talk of pushing it back to the day game on Wednesday. But something tells me that the powers that be at Major League Baseball want to see Shohei Otani in prime time in the evening. And so maybe they don't want him pitching at 1 in the afternoon Pacific. They'd like him to take the nightcap game. Either way, if you had tickets for the Angel game, your day, tickets for today will be honored for the, uh, the first of the doubleheader on uh, Wednesday. And I, I'm just me. I miss doubleheaders. I thought those used to be a lot of fun. According to CNN, as of five minutes ago, there were no deaths or significant injuries as a result of Hillary in Los Angeles. LA Fire Department fielded more than 4,000 emergency calls on Sunday. They responded to about 1,800 incidents as a result of those calls. Typically, the calls were uh, well, there were five cars that were stranded in a flooded intersection in Sun Valley. One person was safely rescued from that incident. Uh, damage surveys have found no significant debris flows. Now, I'm pleasantly surprised to see CNN reporting this because 
you know what it's been like for the past week. Even, my goodness, Lee Steinberg, the legendary uh, sports agent, who I don't know to be a man of faith, but we've had interaction on social media. Even he posted a picture of a little dampness on his patio and said, well, they told us for a week, here comes the hurricane, and I guess this is all we get. That's a kind of a paraphrase of it. Uh, it's interesting to see the number of people who are in areas where when something like this does happen, they did wind up sustaining some kind of damage. But that's typically in the mountain regions, some on the shoreline, and some are in areas where, you know, the, the damage is what it is. By the way, and if you felt the earthquake out of Ojai, was that yesterday? It was a 5.0 originally, then it was upgraded to a 5.1. There were a couple of aftershocks. There was another one in Yucca Valley, I believe. Um, as a lifelong Southern Californian, I will, uh, I will say this, and maybe this, this may be to my detriment as I'm getting older. Um, I don't get out of bed for anything less than 5.5. Five. And I, the only reason I say that is because I typically sleep through them. There's that big jolt. I, I've been in the desert when you, there's a fault line right through eastern Coachella Valley. Uh, a three there can really, you know, rock your world. But for the most part, 5.1 out of Ojai, mm, you know, not that big a deal. Um, but nonetheless, uh, it, it's, it's been interesting to watch how the, uh, the, the reaction has come fast and furiously during the... Uh, during the uh, media buildup to this, and I understand, I mean, I completely understand that you don't, you want to err on the side of caution. There's no question about it. I mean, one of the worst situations actually happened in Cathedral City, uh, which is just a, a, a whiff outside of Palm Springs. The Cathedral City Fire Chief Michael Contreras told CNN that uh, they're kind of digging out from all of this right now, but there are a couple of people who are basically trapped in their homes and the reason is because the roads are just messed up. You know, there are certain parts of the country, where, especially in parts of the People's Republic of California, where you see the storm drains, you see the big overflow uh, sites. Uh, there's a place, I think it's in uh, Garden Grove, it's right near Dennis Wilson's office, where the Santa Ana River comes uh, cascading on down into a, uh, a repository, as it were. And as you look over, that, it's the riverbed that's right next to Angel Stadium, and it's parallel to the 57 freeway and as that water comes flowing down and flowing down and flowing down you typically don't see a lot of water there at all there's a golf course i believe at the end of that place there it's got some catchy name like riverview and riverview golf course is right at the end you have a view of the river that doesn't really flow i mean unless something like this happens but you know it's interesting to see how people have responded to the concerns, how people responded to the threats. We heard from some very well-meaning family members. Hope you guys are okay. Uh, one family member said, uh, how's the monsoon? You know, <laughs> that type of thing. And I mean, w when you think about the different categories of, you know, what's happened, uh, well, I'll tell you what, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, take a look at some of the highest gusts of wind, where that all happened some of the biggest parts of where the downfall of, of downpour of rain uh, was the worst and why so many parts of at least Southern California are experiencing pretty nice day to day, just unseasonably cool. Let's talk about that on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. What do you mean by the fact that I have a 401k time bomb? 
eventually this thing is going to implode and you're going to have to pay the government. And so one guy was totally shocked when I told him that, look, if you leave this right now, your IRA, to your three sons, each one of them will have to declare it and pay taxes on it immediately over the next 10 years. He says, well, they don't need the money. I said, well, the government doesn't care if they need the money. They're going to pay taxes on it. And that's what I mean by the fact that you're going to pay taxes. I had a guy say, did dad really leave me this? I said, yeah, he did. He didn't even know that they changed the law. Most people don't know that they've changed the law. And so it is a horrible situation, especially when there's ways you can mitigate it and not have it be so bad for the family and have it be better off for you. That's what I mean. We try to take the tick out of the ticking time bomb. Your 401k is a ticking tax time bomb. Leave a legacy for your heirs, not a tax bill. Call Dennis Wilson and his team today. 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. Wilson Financial Services for simply better alternatives. Oh, oh, woo! You get to the chorus and he goes, for the rain in your heart. Yeah. Jesus makes this. Who remembers that song? Now listen to turn it up a little bit, Joel. It's okay. We'll deal with the FCC later. These are four Swedish brothers. And everybody's like, my gosh, the guy sings like Sting. This is incredible. Let's see if we can get to the chorus now. Oh, good. They go to the chorus really quick. Here we go. Everybody sing. Crank it up, Joel. Crank it up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love it. We have had rain. There's no question about it. Um, and I'm just making, I'm trying not to make, I, I don't want to minimize what anybody's gone through in terms of damage. I mean, that, that family we talked about in Hollywood Hills, they actually had a, a, a water pipe burst and they've got some home damage that they're going to have to deal with. I mean, there's no question about that. Whether the pipe damage was the result of the rain or the wind or a mudslide uh, is of little consequence to them. I did get, I've seen the meme that's going around. Uh, listener Terry sent me a, a text during the commercial break, and it shows, uh, it says, uh, well, it shows a, a lawn setting. It's got a plastic table and four white plastic chairs, and one of the chairs has been knocked over, and the caption says, uh, Hurricane Hillary, we will, will rebuild. So... Thank you, Terry, for sending that. That I mean, what are you going to do? Rain and wind is not something that we experience in California all that much. And there's always a concern because somebody will go on the media and say, well, you know, fire damage and uh, mudslides. And, and to which I would argue or, or respond back, where do the mudslides happen? My hunch is that they probably happen or more likely to happen in places where we have built things that maybe God didn't intend for us to build. Now, San Diego County is interesting because this is where we recorded the highest gust of wind at Black Mountain uh, that happened over the weekend. The uh, Black Mountain, by the way, elevation 4,000 feet. This gust of wind was 84 miles an hour. If you've ever been in the desert, where the desert comes from the Latin word for high winds most of the year, 84 miles an hour we used to call that Wednesday night. Okay. I mean, that it's, it's, and yet when we talk about the categories, category one, two, three, four, five, and then they had to invent the superstorm uh, back in, remember in the 2020 12 presidential election, was that Sandy? It's going to be category five, tropical storm Sandy. Well, the superstorm Sandy, because a category one storm has winds of 70 miles an hour or higher. Have we had Santa Ana winds in California of 70? And again, I'm asking for a friend, right? 
But the rainfall total, the, the, who got it the worst? At Mount San Jacinto, Riverside County, recorded 11 and three quarter inches of rain in a two-day period, over 48 hours. That is a lot of rain. There's no question about it. Later on in the hour, we're going to get into some of these quote-unquote records and some of these milestones. And when you hear the... Um, uh, when you hear some of the statistics and how desperate the media was for this to be catastrophic, sure, there were 911 lines down in Palm Springs. There were uh, schools closed today. It was supposed to be first day of school in L.A. and San Diego County. Um, there's a picture of a road in Palmdale that got washed out. I mean, we, th those are real problems and our thoughts and prayers, of course, for the people who are dealing with those. But when you get right down to it, asking you know some of the questions why is this such a huge event you begin to look at some of the notes and if you're a baseball fan and you know that baseball is the sport that has the most intricate and almost darn near made up stats in terms of what actually happened and how bad this storm really was or is um i think it's just important to have a dose of perspective and having that dose of perspective and understanding that God is maker of all, he is creator of all, there is sin in the world that creates a lot of problems. And oftentimes some of the things that we see as problematic are only problematic because we put obstacles in God's way. I was talking with a pastor when uh, was was explaining to me that when it comes to eucalyptus trees and eucalyptus leaves that we love so much and the eucalyptus scent, the best way for eucalyptus trees to reproduce is literally for them to burn down in a fire, for the seeds to be sprung from the tree, and for the seeds to be planted in the ash that's the remains of the burned down tree. And that's how you get new eucalyptus trees. Now, that's pretty amazing, but that's one of those things where God takes a bad situation seemingly to us and turns it into good. So, Lord, please continue to bring your peace and healing for those who are experiencing hardship as a result of the storm and help us to keep up to date and mindful as to what's going on so that we can be your hands and feet. In Jesus' name, amen. Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, a great book and even better movie by Dr. Meg Meeker. It's coming to the Great American Channel, GAC, starting today, and we've got copies of Meg's book to give away. Uh, joins me on the other side of this break to talk about the impact that this book and movie have had internationally. That's coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. You're a Christian who's been injured, so you need Christian attorney Stephanie Cover of Cover Law to fight for you. With Stephanie, it's not just a routine legal process. It's a spiritual battle. She understands that a legal fight involves more than flesh and blood. It means confronting principalities and powers, and that's why she consistently prays with and for her clients. She forms long-lasting relationships with her clients, just as you would expect from someone who engages in spiritual battle alongside another believer. Praise for Stephanie pours in through cards, thank you texts, and letters from clients who thank her for checking up on them, coming to see them in the hospital, praying, and even finding alternative care when current care is inadequate. Inspired by Jesus' command to love one another, Stephanie uses her skill as an attorney and knowledge of insurance processes to fight for your completeness and healing. Don't wait any longer. Contact Stephanie Cover today at kbrightradio.com slash cover and let her take up your spiritual battle. 
Exodus 21 explains why personal injury law is so very, very important, but it has to be handled the way God intended it to do, and that's why Stephanie Cover should be your personal injury attorney. Stephanie with an F, Cover is in cover, 7214-4935. Dr. Meg Meeker is my guest today here on this movie edition of the bottom line show strong fathers strong daughters in the spotlight once again meg beaker welcome back to the bottom line show oh thanks for having me roger this is exciting because strong fathers strong daughters has been on the big screen and now it's coming to television great american uh, gac is to tell us about what this is this new adventure starting today as a matter of fact actually uh, the book um the movie came out last year 2022 right. on pure Flix, and it did extremely well so that's why it's now moving to great American media because it's popular. And I would tell you the book is more popular than ever. And I'm thrilled to say now they're translating it into Ukrainian. Wow. It's gone into many, many languages, but somehow my heart just swelled when I heard Ukrainian because everybody mm. needs encouragement. Yes, yes, yes. Fathers there need it right now. Yeah. Let's talk about the father-daughter connection because, I mean, you write about it so well in the book, Strong strong daughters which we have bottomlineshow.com and we're going to be giving some away at the end of our conversation here today but now more than ever in a world that can't really define femininity can't really define what a woman is you know and and men are kind of being marginalized out you know it's it's amazing that that book is still in print meg maker let alone you know it's still having the impact it is talk about why people are still resonating with this in this world of confusion you know, it's interesting, Roger, as time goes by, the book becomes more and more popular, particularly because we're at a time where everybody is um, questioning masculinity, femininity, womanhood, right. manhood, and, and sort of wondering what it is and what it isn't. We know what it is, but Amen. people don't want to articulate it and feel they shouldn't articulate it. So I will. Yeah. <laughs> um, because everybody knows who's had a mother or a father, they're different. Mm -hmm. Every daughter knows dad is different from my mother. What he brings to me and gives to me or doesn't give to me is very different from what my mother gives to me. Anyone who has a man in particular, who's grown up without a father knows the deep pain and if he did have a father, he, he knows how differently his life would be. And so you really can't deny that there is a, a, a very real and deep difference between um, you know, how a father relates to a child versus how a mother does. The father-daughter relationship is particularly deep and rich because um, fathers feel that they know how to relate to their boys more easily. Mm -hmm. Mothers feel they know how to relate to their daughters, but fathers so much want to be close to their daughters, but they feel intimidated. Mm -hmm. They feel insecure. Mm -hmm. And a big part of my goal with this book and now with the movie is don't worry about it. Your daughter just wants you. She just, you don't have to have a PhD in psychology. You don't have to earn a lot of money. You don't need a big house. As a matter of fact, she'd probably prefer a smaller one because most kids <laughs> do. That's another story. Mm -hmm. um, but she but she needs and wants your affection and your attention and um, some affirmation because when it comes from you, it means something different than when it comes from her mom. Mm. 
Boy, that's powerful uh, insight from Dr. Meg Meeker today here on The Bottom Line Show. The book Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, of course, is up at thebottomlineshow.com. And we are rejoicing that the movie version of Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters is now coming to GAC. It makes its premiere there tonight after a great run on Pure Flix. And we're going to have a listing of a link at thebottomlineshow.com where you can find exactly, you might be saying, where is GAC on my cable system and on my network providers or whatever. We'll provide that list for you so you can find it. What was the response like to the movie? I think the last time you and I spoke, the movie had just come out. And I remember talking about how you got me in so many different places. I was just like, oh man, again. Uh, What's it been like in the year since then, hearing from dads, hearing from daughters? Because I can imagine there were a few dads who were saying, oh, you made me cringe a little bit, but you didn't leave me there for too long. No, 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 no. The purpose of the movie, well, first of all, the movie was very popular. And I'm sure it was the the wives making the dads watch because yep. dads, you know, tend to, I don't want to do that. Yeah. It became very popular. And here's the reason. I think it was popular for the same reason the book is popular. It's very pro-dad. We mm. won't say any negative things. Dads are so used to being beaten up, criticized, made fun of. This book doesn't do that because they said, that's not reality. What's reality to your child is is you is 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 you as a good dad a good person your daughter wants that so it's very positive um and it shows how a daughter perceives their dad what her daughter wants what her daughter wants from the dad and you can see it in um live before you so i think that and and it's um it really touches your heart um I, i've seen it roger i don't know five or six times i cry at the end every time mm. I a mm-hmm. balloon mm-hmm. so <laughs> because because we raised three daughters yes. and i so desperately miss my dad who passed 10 years ago um but but it's 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 just real and it's true and i think when you present sensitive, good truth to people, it hits you right in the heart and you go, I get it. This is, this is what my daughter really wants for me and I can deliver it. Mm, I love that. Dr. Meg Meeker, Strong Father, Strong Daughters is on GAC starting tonight. And we've got the listings listed at thebottomlineshow.com. We've got a couple minutes left in our time together, Meg. And I, I would love for you to help us see, I mean, there's such a push in the culture for young women, especially to be strong, confident, accomplished, that type of thing, but to do it on your own, you know, do it with other, in the company of other women. And what you're talking about, much of both and not an either or, you know, girls need their moms, girls need their dads too. Help us to identify if you can. I mean, there's little things that you pick up and say, oh, that girl had a good relationship with her dad or, oh, that girl's trying to compensate for something. Do you spot that right away? I would imagine you would. Absolutely. I think angry women who are bossy and aggressive, now you can be assertive and you can be strong and you can be clear and confident, but that's very different than being an aggressive, mean, bossy woman. Mm-hmm. When I see that, I, I find a woman who feels insecure in her femininity mm-hmm. and is trying on, if you will, masculinity in all the wrong ways. Cause that's mm. masculinity because she never had a role model. Right. She didn't know what interaction with a good man was like. And that you don't need to be mean and aggressive and bossy um, if you've had a good relationship with your dad, because nobody needs to be that way. So I can, and I can spot insecure women, women who, girls who are looking for male affection, 
quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, you know, her hooking up with a lot of different guys, they're craving male touch and affirmation and they're finding it in the wrong places. The girls who had a good relationship with their dad don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. They're very self-assured. They date if they want to, they don't date if they want to, they don't right. need right. to find the wrong things. Mm, I, boy, that's a quote right there. Pull quote from Dr. Meg Meeker. They don't need to find the wrong things because they already know how to look for the right things. And they've been given those gifts. Meg, what is your hope now that this is hitting television in, in a Barbie world, in a transgender world, in a, you know, a we can't divine what a woman is world. Your movie is going to, I think, take America by storm. But what is your hope when people come across us and say, what is the strong father, strong daughters thing? I hope that it's an eye opener for fathers. I hope that it helps them get inside their daughter's heads and realize, wow, I'm much more important than I ever thought I was. And I can do this. And I, my involvement in her life is a life changer for her. And I also hope that it allows fathers to start to say, you know what, this is what I want to do. And this is what I need to do. And, and, and I'm going to look for help on how to relate to my daughter because Mm -hmm. I can do a really good job because I have everything it takes to do a great job today. I just need a little bit of coaching and help. Boy, that is, there's a, and there's a big difference in that chasm between I have what it takes and I need coaching versus, well, the society's telling me you'll never measure up. And I think that's a, the, the, maybe the most powerful takeaway for me in this uh, conversation as well. Dr. Meg Meeker, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, the movie now available on GAC. And of course, the book still selling. And you you got that Gary Chapman thing now. I remember he'd tell me once when he wrote Five Love Languages every year, outsells the year before. Is that yeah. kind of that way for you with the book too? Well, it is. And I'm thrilled. And what I'm hoping is now I've begun to do some online counseling with groups of men. Excellent. Not to say, do this, do this. But I'm trying to show them their heart of their daughters. And once yes. they get that, they respond. So Great. that's and my hope is to continue to do that. Well, millions of people are downloading your podcast. Where's the best place for us to find you again? Meekerparenting.com. I also have a course on Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters where I made some videos so I could talk to talk dads through it just like you and I are doing. But really check it out and then and then sign up for any type of you know team coaching with me. Um, online if they'd like to. So Excellent. MeekerParenting.com. And we've got links for the book and all things Meg Meeker. Dr. Meg Meeker, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Thank you, Roger. And how exciting it is today to know that Dr. Meg Meeker's movie version of Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters makes its debut tonight on the Great American Channel. It's Great American Family Channel, GAC, if you will. We have a link at thebottomlineshow.com that'll tell you where you can find it. And again, it's Movie Monday. This movie is available for free. However, this movie is based on an outstanding book by Dr. Meg Meeker called Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. And we have not one, not two, not three, not four, but five copies of this book to give away, especially if you're just kind of whiling away the hours, waiting for the roads to clear or whatever the situation is in your neck of the woods. Give Crystal a call right now at 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Again, we have five copies of Dr. Meg Meeker's book, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, to give away, and I want to put one in your hands today. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278.
800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. On the other side of this break, an update on Hurricane, make that storm, make that cyclone Hillary. Um, the numbers don't lie. They're very encouraging, more than we thought they would be. Let's take a look at them coming up next as the bottom line continues. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, Movie Monday edition of the broadcast. And my thanks again to Dr. Meg Meeker. She is so much fun. Uh, what a what a, a great witness for faith. Meg Meeker, by the way, you wonder where her, her doctorate's from. She's a pediatrician. And in her practice, she began to notice similarities in some of the girls who were coming in, especially, and, and was one is that some of them were thriving, you know, just having physicals and, you know, not having too many major problems and others were really struggling with what was happening in the culture. And the answer turned out to be that uh, led her into a whole world of scientific research on the relationship between a father and daughter. And if a strong father, good godly man, hard worker, set a good example, if that father had a relationship with his daughter or daughters, they had a much better chance of succeeding in life than those who did not. She wrote a book about it called Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, and it became a runaway bestseller. I got to know Meg when she was working uh, with me together at Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk. And now you can go to meekerparenting.com and they've got online training, they've got resources. And of course, today being Movie Monday, uh, we're talking about her movie version of Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, which is now straight. Well, it's on video. It's on demand. It's wherever you watch the Great American Country Channel, GAC, Great American Family. And this is the place where Candace Cameron Bure left Hallmark Channel and went over to GAC and said, I'm going to start making faith-based films. This is not one that she produced, but it's a good one. And you can watch it as part of your regular basic service. So because we don't have tickets to give away to the movie, per se, we do have five copies. Not one, but four and five copies to give away. Oops, strike that. We have four copies because Carolyn called in from San Bernardino County and got the first copy. Carolyn, I hope you enjoy it. 800-227-5278. 5278 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Uh, doing a little Stormwatch update here as we welcome in our KCBC audience. And, and, and you know that we're encouraging people to call in not only for the book, but also share with Crystal or Joel, whoever winds up answering the phone, your story with regard to the storm. How did it impact you? Was it positive? Was it negative? I mean, in all honesty, I was listening to one news report out of San Diego where they were mentioning the number of lakes and <clears throat> lake beds that had literally dried up over the years. And there was really no hope of replenishing those lakes that are now full. You know, when a huge amount of rain happens in a short period of time, I mentioned that so far, according to CNN, the highest level of rain activity in California has been in Mount San Jacinto in Riverside County, 11.74 inches of rain in 48 hours. That's a lot of rain, especially on a mountain. The highest gust of wind, 84 miles per hour at an elevation of 4,000 feet. That at Black Mountain, also in San Diego County. I want to share a couple other, uh, you know, kind of notable numbers with you. Uh, and, and see if you can spot the one uh, constant that you'll see, 
okay? Uh, Hillary was the first ever tropical storm, well, the first tropical storm uh, to hit California since Hurricane Nora back in 1997. Hillary was the first tropical storm to ever touch down in Nevada. <clears throat> Death Valley had its second wettest day in history yesterday. Now, the wettest day was only last year. So all of a sudden you see rain in Death Valley, California, which is the hottest place in the U.S., if not the hottest place on Earth. Yesterday was the rainiest day in a summertime season in San Diego, ever. In Los Angeles, it was the rainiest summer day on record. San Diego had 1.82 inches of rain, by the way. L.A., downtown, just a hair under three. Now, what is it about those records that perhaps you noticed? Was there anything that uh, jumped out? Uh, really? I mean, think about this. This is something that the media will do often with great passion. They'll, you'll hear quotes from the mayor of San Diego saying, we've never seen anything like this. Okay, well, what does that mean? I want to do a little analysis, balance, and clarity here as we uh, wrap up this first hour, because I think it's important for us to understand the gravity of the situation that we're dealing with. When you hear the mayor of San Diego say, we've never seen anything like this, or you hear the mayor of Los Angeles say, we're prepared for whatever this storm brings, and then you read the report saying, well, there were no fatalities, there were no major injuries. Sure, there were some inconveniences, but remember we were told that 26 million people, it started with 9 million people, were at risk of catastrophic everything. And then that went to 15 million, then 16 million. Last count, it was 26 million people were at risk, according to the National Weather Service and all the major news outlets, of hellfire and brimstone, Armageddon. What is it? I mean, I don't want to minimize it, but if we overstate it, we're doing ourselves a huge disservice. On the other side of this break, we'll take the last five minutes or so of this hour and take a look at the one constant that we keep seeing that for those of us who are trying to discern the, sign of the signs of the times, anticipating the Lord's return, navigating life in major recession and major inflationary periods, wondering who our next president's going to be, what are the things that we can be focusing on that will serve us better in a culture where, well, what is it Rudyard Kipling said in the poem, if, how do we keep our heads about us when everyone else is losing theirs? We'll talk about that coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. We've been looking at some of the statistics about how the largest amount of rainfall with Hillary, the hurricane that became a storm or a cyclone or something. Um, I just learned this weekend that a Category 1 hurricane has 71-mile-an-hour winds. If you've ever been in a part of you know the desert, or <laughs> there are lots of parts of the United States where category one happens all the time because the winds are so high. But Hillary was the first tropical storm to hit California since 1997. That was Hurricane Norma or Tropical Storm Norma. First ever tropical storm to hit Nevada. Left the second wettest day in the history of Death Valley. 1.68 inches of rain fell yesterday. Uh, the wettest day, by the way, was August 5th, 2020. 1.70 inches of rain. 
Uh, San Diego had its rainiest summer day on record, 1.82 inches of rain. By the way, that is 10 times the amount of average rainfall that San Diego gets in the entire summer season. L.A. had its rainiest summer day on record. Uh, yesterday, there was 2.82 inches of rain. Now, here's the reason why I bring up these statistics. If you see the headline or hear the headline, and it says, we've never seen anything like this. We're not prepared for this. Epic proportion, Armageddon, dogs and cats, live, you know, you get the idea. Well, yeah, we haven't seen anything like this before because this is the rainiest summer day in San Diego yesterday. It's not the rainiest day. It's the rainiest summer day. And yeah, it's crazy to think that 2.82 inches of rain fell in downtown Los Angeles on Sunday, August the 20th, 2023. That's crazy. If you've grown up in Southern California, you know it does not rain in June, July, or August. But it did this year. Uh, by the way, um, Ken from L.A. County and also Martha from Riverside County, congratulations. They've picked up two more of the books that we've been giving away today. It's Movie Monday here on The Bottom Line Show. Our movie that we're talking about is Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters by Dr. Meg Meeker. And uh, Meg's a great resource to find out about relationships and has the medicine behind it. Great woman of faith. She gave five copies of the book today, and we've got a couple minutes, two copies. So if you're on the fence, say, oh, I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. You better hustle. 800 <laughs> 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number through to the bottom line. So the best summer day in San Diego, the wet summer day in history time a tropical storm hitting 1.68 inches of rain in Delhi. Those are interesting milestones to the east. But what does it mean? That we need to live in fear. Does it mean that we need to live in panic? Quite frankly, I think it's kind of cool to see God pouring down rain. Some of our man-made stuff gets broken up and busted up and we're inconvenienced. Okay, that happens. I was talking to a friend who lives in uh, the Dallas area. Uh, he called today. He goes, hey, how are you doing? I said, we're doing okay. He goes, yeah, I looked at the uh, weather report for Southern California, and I can describe it in one word. And I said, what is it? And he said, Texas. Um, <laughs> in other words, there are other parts of the country that get it worse. But would that we take a step back and interpret the signs of the times as God is restoring people to himself, bringing lost sinners home to be with him and rule and reign forever. He's also restoring creation. And isn't it interesting to me, or to, to us, I noticed this yesterday and Lisa and I were having a comment about it. I said, you know, isn't it interesting when you see these lakes in San Diego County, for example, that had been bone dry for God knows how long, and all of a sudden they're filling up and we could panic and say, oh my gosh, look at all the excess water and it's filling up in these spaces. Or we could say, praise God, he's restoring the lakes. Praise God, he's restoring the rivers. What about in Central California? Remember the dam that dammed off the whole riverbed and what are we going to do? And next thing you know, boom, the river's back. What about the water tables and the storage units and things of that nature? On the one hand, we can look at the rain and see 
the mudslides and we can see the rocks and we could see, you know, someone who might have been stuck in their car for a while or not able to get out of their home for a while. And God forbid anybody would seriously be harmed by that type of activity. But brothers and sisters, as we anticipate the king's return, can we lo- it's raining in Death Valley. The desert is going to be blooming soon, potentially. Dry lakes are being made filled again. I mean, isn't that exciting? Isn't that encouraging? Doesn't that want to make you say, Maranatha, come, Lord? Now, how do we move forward? Now, how concerned do we get about the political and cultural issues of the day? When we have job one as Christians to go into all the world and preach the gospel, preach the good news that though people sin because they're born sinful into a sinful fallen world, the good news of the gospel is there's hope. You don't have to just say, ah, to heck with it. You know, what is it? Heaven doesn't want me and hell's afraid I'm taking over. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't joke about this. But there is hope, and his name is Jesus Christ. Hope in the Greek ellipsis literally means the expectation of what is certain. And what is certain is Jesus will come again. Jesus will judge the living and the dead. Jesus will be on the throne ruling and reigning forever. And we can be called his friends if we believe that his blood on the cross paid the penalty for our sin. That is the good news. And that's the bottom line. For our KCBC audience, Rabbi Schneider awaits you with Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Don't forget you can catch the tail end of this program at uh, 7 o'clock tonight on the Bottom Line Show Extra. For those who remain on the network, what about personal injury accidents and things that happen as a result of the storm? Where do you have any legal standing? Stephanie Cover with Cover Law is going to join me to talk personal injury law in the middle of a catastrophe. It's coming up next as the Bottom Line continues. Well, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsher. Welcome to The Bottom Line Show, if you're just tuning in. I'm Roger Marsh, and uh, kind of some late-breaking news here. Not, not that this is a, uh, a big surprise. Uh, well, it shouldn't be a big surprise based on the amount of rainfall that's happened here in the Southland over the weekend. Um, you know that both of, well, all three of the professional teams that play in Southern California that had home games, it's one of those rare weekends when the Angels, Dodgers, and Padres were all scheduled to play home games. And the decision was made to move all the Sunday games to doubleheaders on Saturday. And then, of course, the rain started to happen Saturday night. Happened, uh, you know, as we were talking about earlier in the program, all throughout the uh, uh, the days themselves. And then uh, the rain came down, the floods came up yesterday. And uh, if you've seen those pictures of Dodger Stadium, it's kind of a trip. Uh, Lisa was looking at him and said, boy, Dodger Stadium looks like an island in these pictures with the parking lot at Chavez Ravine completely flooded and the stadium just kind of being circled by water. I was waiting for the uh, uh, the drawbridge and the moat and the uh, alligators to be in the, yeah, the, the parking lot. But uh, the official announcement, in case you didn't hear it and uh, you had tickets for tonight's game at the Big A, uh, the Angels game that was scheduled for tonight against Cincinnati Reds has been postponed. Uh, the game is going to be played as part of a doubleheader on Wednesday, uh, which is nice to hear that they're rescheduling it. I don't know where the Reds are in the standings, to be honest with you, but the Angels are out of it playoff-wise anyway, so I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine they were in a big hurry to reschedule, uh, so to speak. Uh, power has been restored in 80% of the three states have impacted by Hillary. Uh, that, according to uh, the company that provides the majority of power for Mexico, 
And it's always good news to hear that, you know, things are kind of coming back around again. It was nice to for all the uh, the gloom and doom pictures that we saw, say, out of the Coachella Valley yesterday. It was nice to see that the living desert in the area, Palmdale area, uh, Palm Desert area, rather, had beautiful blue sky pictures this morning and uh, uh, just a couple of trees knocked over. But uh, it's, it's one of those things where when this type of thing happens, you, real, you begin to realize the value of personal injury law all the more because there are, of course, insurance policies that cover acts of God or don't cover acts of God, natural disasters. What, in fact, is covered, what isn't covered in your policies. And I stress uh, the relationship, the great relationship that we have with Stephanie Cover and her husband, Jim, of Cover Law. Um, because of the fact that Jim knows contract law, uh, Stephanie knows personal injury law. And there are going to be some weird nuances, like the couple we were sharing with earlier in the previous hour, uh, who, bottom line show listeners who live in the Hollywood Hills, have an older home and uh, had a pipe burst. And, you know, what kind of damage is covered? That's a property damage issue. But what happens if you're injured as a result of something like that? And, and you don't really know how to handle it. And you could go to your... Uh, insurance carrier and say, well, what are they? And they would say, well, we're going to pay the smallest amount possible and we don't want to be liable for anything. Um, the question that a lot of people will be asking today in the aftermath of the weekend is if I did get involved in an accident, maybe uh, not just a car crash, uh, fewer people were driving yesterday because of the, uh, the, the intense rainy weather and the high winds, but what happens if I do sustain an injury? Who's really at fault? I can't stress enough how important it is to have a Christian a sister in Christ in your corner for situations like this. And that's why I recommend Stephanie Cover with Cover Law Group. 877-214-4935. 877-214-4935 is the number to get through to Stephanie Cover's office, offices, and the offices of Cover Law. And that's Stephanie with an F and Cover as in cover. Now, if you want to speed the process along, expedite it to a certain extent, I highly recommend that you go online to kbrightradio.com forward slash cover, C-O-V-E-R, and that'll get you in the setup process for whatever claim you might have. Do not wait. Even if it turns out that your personal injury accident uh, isn't necessarily going to be covered by an insurance claim or this, that, and the other thing, it's better to know sooner than later. Now, many people have asked me over the years that Stephanie's been a part of what we do and have asked Stephanie as well, um, you know, why do you do it? I mean, obviously, you know, personal injury law, and it can be fairly lucrative depending on the cases. And uh, sometimes personal injury lawyers have a reputation of uh, being the people who go after those types of cases simply for the dollars involved. On the other side of this break, I've asked Stephanie to join me in studio to talk about personal injury law and especially the biblical and spiritual ramifications of doing it properly. Uh, the, the mandate that we see, especially in the Old Testament, and then why it is important for us as Christians to engage in this. Not that we want to be sue happy or drag people into court, but rather we want to do what is right in the eyes of God. Stephanie Cover is going to enjoy, uh, in, entertain the question and others like it on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. You can protect against market volatility without investing all your money into bonds. Wilson Financial has simply better alternatives. The last 12 months, there has been almost $1.7 trillion invested in investment-grade bonds. This move to safety locks up money for a long time of guaranteed low returns. Why? Market volatility. Well, my comment is why go with low earnings for a long time when you can get great earnings with a solid real estate-backed investment paying you 6% over the next three years? 
After three years, you can invest in another option, or you can do what most of our investors do and reinvest in another one of our new exclusive 6% accounts. This strategy gives you the best of both options without settling for many years of low returns. Our 3D Money 6% account pays you great interest while you're not subjecting yourself to market volatility. Call 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or visit kbrightradio.com slash Wilson Financial and ask about Dennis Wilson's exclusive real estate-backed 6% investment account. Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Joined in studio today here on The Bottom Line by Stephanie Cover, the only personal injury attorney I will ever recommend, and it's such a joy to have Stephanie in studio with us today. Stephanie, welcome back to The Bottom Line. How are you? I, I, good. I learned so much about the insurance world, about the legal world. And I'm also reminded, and I mean this in a good way, uh, every time I have a conversation, what you and Jim have been dealing with or talking about, I'm always reminded of how much I hate this world, but I'm so grateful for people like you who help us navigate the parts of the world that really are evil. Right. I mean, yeah. it, 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 the evil isn't trying to hide anymore. No, it's not. And and especially in an area like personal injury law, where it seems like many people in the profession, I'm not saying all, but many people in the profession and many people in the insurance industry really don't care about the people that they're supposedly representing. Correct. And that makes your job a lot tougher. Yes. One of the things that we have often talked about here, and I, Stephanie with an F, cover is a cover, 877-214-4935. You've got to have her name and number in your contacts. One of the things that we talk about here on the program is the fact that there are a lot of people who will say, yeah, I wanted to call a personal injury attorney, but... I'm a Christian, and I don't think people should be taking people to court if they're a Christian. Now, I can all day as a pastor say, wait a minute, there's nothing in Scripture that says you shouldn't go to court. There are passages in Scripture that say two Christians should settle their issue before going before an ungodly judge. That's a whole different conversation. Yes. doesn't mean we should know. Obviously, what would Jim and Stephanie Cover do for a living if they didn't have the possibility of going to court? I mean, they're lawyers for crying out loud. But one of the things we do discuss here on the program is there really is a biblical basis for personal injury law. Yes. And I know this is what drives you, Stephanie. And I, I, before we get too far deep in the weeds in our conversation, I know you have a verse you want to share with our listeners today. Yeah, Exodus 21, and it's verse 18 and 19. It says, this is when the law was given to Moses and Moses was applying the law to the people so that he had a way of people knowing what's right and what's wrong and, and what the responsibility and duties are to one another. Yeah, people forget that Moses was a judge. Remember the whole yes. Jethro thing and all the cases he was hearing and things like that? I mean, there was all sorts of legal stuff going on. And in addition to leading people to the promised land, he was judging between their disputes. Yes. Yeah. And um, in verse 18, it says, If people quarrel with one person, hits another with a stone or with their fist— and the victim does not die, but is confined to bed. The one who struck the blow will not be held liable if the other can get up and walk around outside with a staff. However, the guilty party must pay the injured person for any loss of time and see that the victim is completely healed. Okay, so that's Exodus 21, 18, and 19. Yes. And basically you're taking from the, the Old Covenant, Yes. That law that Jesus, nowhere in the New Testament can I find Jesus saying, you know, there were certain things where he said, I've come to fulfill this, and that was for this time, and this is now for all time. 
But that's a law that was given to Moses to the to the children of God that's still in effect today. That's it says, true. look, if you hurt somebody, whether you meant to or not, remember we called them accidents because there's a different category for people who plan to go out and hurt people right. every day. Yeah. And, and the majority of us, if you get into an accident, we call it an accident because right. we don't call it an on purpose, right? I mean, I, I right. didn't go out intending to rear end somebody, but I did for whatever right. reason. So now there's, there's the acknowledgement of what happened. And the idea that if you accidentally hit someone and hurt someone and you don't kill them, praise God, but they're not able to work, their vehicle doesn't work, there's damage to their property or whatever, you as the person who inadvertently caused that damage are responsible for it, are liable for it. And that's where someone like Stephanie Cover comes in to kind of adjudicate and figure out what is fair, what is right, what is legal. And more and more insurance companies, Stephanie, you've seen, especially since the pandemic, are way more hesitant, a lot more reluctant to, for lack of a better phrase, I'll say this so you don't have to, they don't want to do the right thing. They just want to do what's expedient. Is that an accurate statement? Yes, they battle things more that they didn't beforehand. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's, um, there's obviously a spiritual battle, so it's more hostile right now. Mm -hmm. It's very obvious about that, and they don't seem to care uh, an easy example is if someone's vehicle was involved in a, in a collision and the impact was substantial or their vehicle um, hit something underneath it or anything like that, the, the vehicle should be put on a lift so that the person can then have a proper estimate as to the damage of their vehicle because you can't see it sitting, you know, standing on the ground. Yeah, I want to add to that. If you take your car into the dealership now to have work done, many dealerships, I don't know if it's all, but many will say, I get a little video where they say, okay, we put your car up on the rack. Mm-hmm. We're going to show you the tires. We're right. going to show you the shocks. We're going to show right. you the brakes. And it's a 90 second video where they just say, here's just our basic, this is what we did to look at it externally, and then if we see something externally, we're going in and we'll let you know what's going on. That's on regular maintenance on a car, but you're saying now body shops aren't even doing that for insurance claims? Insurance um, representatives are trying to evaluate a vehicle at a tow yard what? <laughs> so that they can cash you out. Quicker. Quicker and less money because they don't really... Um, you can't really see all the damage, mm-hmm. and um, they know that, I, and I'm they pro- do that repeatedly. Stephanie Cover is with me today here on the bottom line, 877-214-4935. Make sure you have her name and number in your contacts if you ever get involved in a case involving personal injury law, whether it's slip and fall, you get bit by a dog, you get hit by a car, I mean, or your car gets hit by a car, uh, give Stephanie a call. I was thinking about Stephanie, it's, it's been five years now since my accident, where I got wow. sideswiped by a guy, can you believe it? And I remember, the, the what, I, I'll still, I can still hear you saying this to me, it's a Sunday morning, I'm on my way between campuses, I'm heading down Moulton Parkway, and this guy comes pulling out of a Calvary Chapel there, and, and to be fair, Nice guy, but he was trying to cut across four lanes of traffic to get into a left-turn lane to make a U-turn and go home. He wasn't looking for me. And uh, it, he really loved his car. It was his Jetta. He had all done up and every or Passat. And he was he was just devastated. I had an old Camry. I didn't care. I was, you know, as long as I didn't get hurt, I didn't care. When it came time, though, to total the car, because the car was a total loss, because there was frame damage, by the time I went to the tow yard, it had been up on a rack. They had taken off the front fender. They had taken off the the bumper and they had done extensive work on the car for probably two weeks before they finally came back with a report. They called me and said, we want to 
have you come down, look at the damage, see what's going. I mean, I found all the honest people. I mean, that and that I remember you said, "Hey, you got hit by an honest Christian," <laughs> which made me laugh and cry all at the same time because we had, you know, major insurance companies, the same one. And but I remember looking at in the tow yard, looking at all the work they had done to determine, yes, there was damage to the frame. It was an old car, it was never going to get fixed. And nowadays you're saying They'll just go to the junkyard. If you just looked at my car, I would have told you it looked fine. I mean, I wouldn't have known there was frame damage, but they said, no, the frame is is cracked. They're going to sell this at auction as a salvage. Someone's going to pay a couple hundred bucks for it and make it a project. You, they would have just slapped wheels back on, fixed the fender and said, okay, have a nice day. And here's a couple hundred dollars for your trouble. If I did not have advice from Stephanie Cover and know what to ask and what to look for, I would have been sunk in 2018. And now in 2023, with the court system being as negligent as they've become and the insurance industry becoming as lazy? Is that, I mean, I'll say that. I don't want to put put words in your mouth, Stephanie. I'll say cheap. Cheap, well, okay. Okay, well, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I was sharing with my parents over the weekend. I said, one of Stephanie's favorite, my favorite lines of yours is insurance. I've never seen an insurance company overpay a claim. Never. But it's gotten worse. Yes. Now, it really has. Extremely worse. So anyone who's trying to handle a personal injury case who says, I'm a Christian, so we shouldn't be going to court, we shouldn't be getting lawyers or whatever, needs to go back and read Exodus 21. Yes, exactly. Read those two verses, 18 and 19, and see that God basically has ordained personal injury law back in the Old Testament. But then also, in terms of moving forward, if you're dealing with insurance companies, the the last thing you want to hear from someone is, well, I have good insurance and my insurance company will take care of it. You're, you're shaking your head in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk about why it's important to not trust the insurance company anymore. They're a for-profit organization. Yeah. Um, it, it, they always will try to not pay you. Mm-hmm. And for example, um, with your own insurance is primarily property damage. Um, another example is with another ins- insurance carrier. If you do not hire someone like me, they will offer to pay your out-of-pocket for your medical and a couple of future doctor visits, and that's not what the law entitles you to receive. Mm, mm-hmm. But they think if you if you will agree to that and they're paying less, which is what they won't tell you, um, then that's fine and they can move on. But what you're entitled to is your, to get reasonable and necessary medical treatment um, to make sure that you're healed. Then you're entitled to your general damages, and that's different for everybody. And I always distinguish everybody, and I have them write up a little bit about themselves, about how things change for a period of time mm-hmm. um, so that there is um, – it's just not a form. It's, it's a personal uh, and then the person is part of that. And then all that's evaluated as part of the value of the case. Um, far as the insurance goes, we work, I work with that as part of um, the personal injury aspect. And I work to reduce those bills. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have to fight these doctors. Mm. But uh, there's, if you use me, then I can use the California Civil Code and follow that as guidance. Um, and they can't get away with what they would do with somebody who doesn't know better just because that's not their expertise. You mentioned Stephanie Cover, Cover Law, 877-214-4935. You just mentioned civil 
codes as opposed to criminal codes. And I think a lot of times that that kind of had an aha moment for me. I'm thinking, okay, well, if there was an accident, laws were broken, someone was driving too fast or, you know, didn't have enough insurance, whatever. Those are all criminal things because if you break the law, then, you know, you're a criminal. But the civil codes are different, right? Yes. I mean, because they, they there's a lot more about who you are, how you feel, you know, what it does to your life and things like that. We'll hear about, you know, a civil uh, lawsuit versus a criminal lawsuit. And the fact that you're working both sides and saying, hey, wait, this is more than just who broke the law, was going 10 miles over the speed limit, and what are we entitled to collect because they were driving that quickly. The civil case takes the whole person into consideration. Yes. And a very quick example, um, I had a case once where a person was uninsured and intoxicated and struck a, a vehicle uh, where my clients were in, and as a result of their negligence, they were injured. Mm. So the civil law uh, gets recovery through the insurance policy, and that's the focus is the victim, the criminal law, on the uh, fact that the person was uninsured and under the influence. The, the criminal attorney looks at that and is regarding what is the punishment for the person who committed these acts. Mm -hmm. So they're completely separate. They wow. work together, but mm -hmm. they're in different worlds. Right, and the insurance company will try to steer toward the, we just took care of the basics on the criminal side and you know the civil side. If, if you don't notice and you don't know to ask, we're not gonna volunteer it. I mean, they really, it sounds like they don't have an obligation to. Um, well, the criminal, a lot of times when there's a police report, they mm -hmm. get the referral to the DA. Okay. So the insurance doesn't really get involved with that. Um, and both attorneys, I, they will ask my clients, um, or which then turn ask me, they wanted a copy of some of their medical bills and things like that. And I have that because I collect all that for them. Mm -hmm. And then that gets sent to the assistant district attorney's office so that when they sentence that person, they have the medical records that I've accumulated and mm -hmm. for my clients so that the person who caused it um, will get a more appropriate sentence. I, I like the way you said that. You know, some would say, <clears throat> we'll throw the book at them or, you know, really come down hard. But when you use words like appropriate, it helps us remember that what you're trying to do is to restore what was lost yes. in the case and to help people heal because not only is that a biblical imperative in terms of the law. It's also a moral imperative for us, as you talk about often, the fact that our body's a temple of the Holy Spirit, and we have an obligation before God to make sure it's right. So rather than just saying, well, I took a quick settlement because I didn't want to have to deal with it. If your body's not right and you're still receiving medical treatment, that's an issue between you and God, as well as between you and the courts. And so having Stephanie as your legal counselor, but also as your spiritual advisor, I mean, not that you're providing, no. but you are providing that kind of counsel. Yeah. To say, look at it from both sides of the equation. And, and sometimes people will say, well, when do I stop receiving medical treatment? I go, well, are you better? Right. Exactly. You know, use the same common sense you use when you go to a doctor when it's not an accident. Mm hmm and I can't tell you if you're better. You can, you know how you feel. Right. And if you feel there's an issue and you need to consult it with your doctor, then speak to your doctor because yeah. they're the best person. I wouldn't have that information at all. Exactly, exactly. But Stephanie keeps everything together, takes this circus and kind of keeps it under one <laughs> ring. You know, one, <laughs> one big top tent. It's a lot to it's a lot to process, but she does such an outstanding job. Stephanie Cover. 
Cover Law, personal injury attorney par excellence, more than 25 years experience, not only working with insurance companies, but also now in her own private practice. 877-214-4935 or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Cover Law, C-O-V-E-R, it's Cover as in cover. Get the ball rolling in terms of uh, having that file ready so that when the case does come up, uh, there's instant recognition and she can move that much more uh, expediently on your behalf. Stephanie Cover, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Thank you for having me, Roger. Thank you. Well, again, I can't stress enough how important it is to have Stephanie Cover's name and number in your contacts. And if you were part of the uh, group of Californians anyway, who were hearing about the Hillary uh, hurricane that became a tropical storm, that's now a, a storm cyclone or whatever the official name is, um, this is why you have that information squared away ahead of time. 877-214-4935 is the number to get through to Stephanie Cover and Cover Law. But also uh, you can handle this transaction online when you go to kbrightradio.com forward slash cover c-o-v-e-r and you can be signed up and be part of uh have stephanie on your team ready to go i mean there's no obligation there's no cost involved it's just a matter of being prepared we'll talk about why that preparedness does take on a godly nature coming up next as the bottom line continues you know the old expression, a picture is worth a thousand words? Well, if you're an expectant mom and you go to a pregnancy health center that is in partnership with Preborn, one picture can say way more than that. And that picture I'm talking about is an ultrasound picture. Every donation that goes to Preborn goes to providing ultrasounds for women who are expecting children and they want to know what all of their options are. When you call 833-850-BABY right now, you give a gift of $28 that provides one ultrasound. But if you give a gift toward the purchase of an ultrasound machine, now that's a $15,000 investment, but every ultrasound machine can do 250 ultrasounds per year and lasts a minimum of 10 years. That's 2,500 ultrasounds available to women right now. Think of all the babies, thousands of babies' lives that will be saved by your donation to preborn right now. Call 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Make your best donation right now. $50, $100. Maybe you want to give $15,000. It's completely tax deductible. We've had a couple of bottom line listeners step up and do just that. 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Call Preborn right now. My thanks again to Stephanie Cover for joining me here on the Bottom Line Show to talk about personal injury law and why it's important for Christians to practice responsible personal injury law, not to just, you know, you see the billboards and the bus boards. I could get you millions of dollars in a settlement if you've been hurt. And some people even go so far as to stage these types of actions. Uh, they're, they're crimes to do that, by the way. But when you are injured, t- take a listen again. This is a verses that uh, Stephanie has been meditating on for quite some time and even reflecting here on the Bottom Line Show uh, from Exodus 21, verses 18 and 19. If people quarrel and one person hits another with a stone or with their fist and the victim does not die but is confined to bed, the one who struck the blow will not be held liable if the other can get up and walk around outside with a a staff. However, the guilty party must pay the injured person for any loss of time and see that the victim is completely healed. Now, there's two components going on here. Number one is the healing of the victim. And number two is the compensation for the loss of time. And that's all personal injury law should be. It's a matter of saying, okay, you were in a car accident, for example, or maybe uh, you tripped on something in your house that was damaged because of the storm. 
who's going to pay how much time are you out of work well first and foremost let's look at the how much time are you out of work there should be some level of compensation to replace the income that you lost because you can't work and if you don't get sick or vacation time secondly then there is the issue of you know who is at fault and this is a big one that stephanie brings up a lot the injured person must become completely healed and that's not just so much for a question of, oh, yeah, they got to get uh, well because uh, we got to, you know, medical charges and that type of thing. No, this is a spiritual issue, brothers and sisters. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And if something happens to your body and the body has been damaged in some way, we have a responsibility before our God to take care of the temple. You don't just lie there with a broken arm and go, oh, well, I mean, whoops, I mean, <laughs> You know, and that's the thing too, as a survivor of open heart surgery, 20 years ago, my condition would have resulted in my demise at the age of 56. And because that's just the way it was. But because of the marvels of modern technology, x-ray technology, surgical technology, and things of that nature, I had an obligation before God and literally had to ask him in prayer on many occasions, is it my time? Is it time for me to come home? And God made it very clear through some pretty strong counsel from friends. It was not time to go. And so I went through the surgery. I live with the aftermath of having to take medication and, you know, see my body change and whatever, but it's all for God's glory. First and foremost, it's a, I, yeah, it's for my kids and my grandkids and my wife. And, but it's all for the glory of God that I desire healing. And I believe that the essence of good Christ centered, God honoring personal injury law is to do that as well. That is the good news, and that's the bottom line.